shut up, you listen to my monkey mouth. As a companion, when you got pun on the canoe route, popped in a portal and got in a fight. Elias knocked him out. Bow, Marco fighting style. Bow, you'll see he tapped out. Bow, we win, we get crowned. Monkey mouth, monkey mouth, monkey mouth, monkey mouth. Alrighty everybody, thank you for tuning in to this, the 39th iteration of the Kona Hook Companion. This is Joshua, I'm your Kona Hook Companion as always, and on this episode we're going to be covering episode 39 of Naruto entitled Narrowing the Field, Sudden Death Elimination. But before I get too far off into that, I want to go over what happened on the previous episode kind of briefly. Uh, the squadlings had to figure out the riddle of the tower, opening their scrolls simultaneously, summoning Aruka, who congratulated them on passing the second phase of the tuning exams and giving them a pep talk for the next phase. Uh, he explains the riddle of the tower. Uh, it basically explains that in essence if you're dumb you gotta uh, study extra hard so that you can pre be prepared and know all the necessary elements so that you can succeed. Uh, and that if you are lacking in physical strength you basically need to work on your uh, strength and conditioning every single day so that it can always be improving. Um, Long story short, get your mind and your body working as one. The missing symbol in the riddle is meant for uh, whoever's reading the riddle to fill in on their own, right? It's whatever is important to them. Eruka wants to protect them, uh, but they really don't need it anymore, and he kind of realizes that with a, a series of flashbacks. Um, Anko and Lord Third meet and they mention the legendary Sanin. This is the very first time that we've heard any mention of the three legendary Sanin. Um, and Orochimaru is one of them. So that's something to like keep track of, right? Like part of this is to like be oriented and know what's important. I remember watching this show for the first time and there's like a fucking lot and it can be hard to keep track of everything that's important. So remember, the legendary Sanin are an important fucking thing. Uh, and Orochimaru is one of them, and he's obviously, like, a bad guy. He's out here doing, like, Zabuza-level shit, out here trying to, like, cause real havoc for the Leaf. Um, in this conversation, Lord Third reveals that he already knew that uh, Orochimaru's intentions would have been to go after uh, Sasuke. Lord Third plans to continue with the exams, even though Orochimaru is lurking about. They're going to have to hold a preliminary... Uh, exam for the third round. It's the first time in five years they've had to do that. I'd be curious to know uh, what the deal is with those dudes from five years ago, like what that what that class looks like, how how good they were. The passing Ginning gather in an arena with their sensei and the other prominent figures. Uh, only 21 out of the 78 students actually wound up passing. All rookie nine from the from the Leaf wound up passing. Ino Shikacho, the Squadlings, uh, and Team Eight, and also Team Guy and Team Kabuto, um, Team Dosu, and the Sand Siblings all wound up passing. So that's seven teams, twenty-one uh, ninja. 
guy tries to talk shit to Kakashi, but Kakashi is like too cool and like is like, huh, what'd you say? And it just like lights guy on fire and guy even has to admit that he lost that round of shit talk. Lord Third explains the uh, that the exams are really there to show off the strength of the nation. It's basically a big marketing pitch for each village, uh, and that the movers and the shakers of the world are going to be there to like decide who they're going to contract out their ninja work with. Fighting and dying in the tuning exams helps bring balance to uh, in uh, to the world of shinobi and in the world of the shinobi that's friendship right so fighting and dying for the sake of the attainment or preservation of balance is friendship in the shinobi world that's like some heavy shit that the hokage just said and it might be in like your best interest to remember that because this might be something that comes up several times throughout the series right Lord Third goes on to explain that the third exam, uh, he goes on to explain the third exam, but the proctor, uh, Hayate Gecko, leaps in and asks to go ahead and take over things from there, uh, and the Hokage obliges. Hayate addresses the Genin, but the dude is like just coughing uncontrollably, and it's frankly distracting even for us as viewers, so it's got to be hard for the, the students to deal with anything. Uh, outside of just like wondering why this guy's coughing so fucking much uh, and the episode ends right and so whoops we're five minutes in and we're starting on uh, the episode that we're on currently and back where the it kind of takes us back just a little bit it's where the Hokage's telling them about shinobi friendship right fighting and dying for the sake of the preservation or the attainment of balance in the shinobi world is friendship and they like run that bias again right it's important enough for them to, for that to be like one of the only lines they give them in this episode gara is like get on with it man i just want to know what the rules of the third exam are already so that i can get on with like whooping ass the Hokage obliges when suddenly the proctor of the third exam, who's revealed to be Hayate Gekko, leaps in and takes over. Uh, he addresses the students, but he has a terrible cough, and it's obviously really distracting, as I just mentioned. And he goes on to explain that they're going to have to have a preliminary exam. And as you can tell by the title of the episode, it's going to be a sudden death elimination. When the students ask why, he explains that maybe the first two rounds were too easy and that they have to reduce the number of candidates and the rules say that they can hold a preliminary exam during any round to reduce the number of candidates. Basically, they're not used to dealing with this many uh, potential Jonin candidates, so instead of, uh, and, and it would typically mean that the tests weren't hard enough and that like Shinobi who really shouldn't be getting passed through to the level of Jonin are that close to getting passed through, and so they're going to go ahead and just cut this field in half and let the baddest of these 25, these 21 go and, and race to the top and see who the best really are at this point because they're not buying that there's actually 20, 21 ninja who are deserving of being Jonin at this point. They think it's probably not realistic that that many people are really going to be Jonin, so they're just going to go ahead and nip that in the bud. He gives uh, anyone who wants an opportunity to bow out of the preliminary exam um, because it's going to start immediately. Uh, everyone kind of groans and has their own gripes. Um, when Naruto 
um, kind of gulps nervously and the title slide comes in and Naruto reads narrowing the field sudden death elimination Hayate continues that it'll be uh, one-on-one sudden death elimination fights uh, when suddenly Sasuke's curse mark starts acting up and Sasuke and Sakura pleads with him to drop out Naruto questions internally about the mark I don't think that at this point Naruto is actually uh, aware of Sasuke's mark this all happened while he was knocked out remember right before Orochimaru bit Sasuke Naruto got smacked by the giant snake and got slapped up against a tree and got knocked out and so uh, I don't I guess they you know stuff happens off screen and it might have been uh, an incorrect assumption to think that they told Naruto about the mark because obviously he's like the mark and he's a little confused by it so um, yeah, I think it's safe to assume at this point that he doesn't, he's not fully aware of what's going on with, with Sasuke or even the curse mark at all. It flashes us back to Orochimaru giving him the curse mark and asserting that Sasuke will speak to him, will seek him out on his own in, in pursuit of greater power. Which again, remember how Orochimaru went in and like judo through Sasuke in his psyche and, and has this full thinking that he needs to seek power out because he's not strong enough on his own. Hiruzen spots this uh, and asks what they should do. Like he, he poses the question to the Jonin what they think they should do about Sasuke. Anko says lock him up in order to control the seal. Kakashi uh, basically says nah and like asks if they really think that Sasuke will even agree to that and like points out that he is an Uchiha, which, um, you know, I guess Uchiha clan members are less likely to like be subservient to authorities I don't know but like just whenever he was providing a reason as to why Sasuke might not agree to it it's because he's an Uchiha type shit so there's something to like the Uchiha's being uh, a particular type of way Anko uh, asserts that Sasuke is a danger to everyone and as he gets stronger so too will the curse mark she explains that the curse mark is a forbidden jutsu that devours whoever it's on and that Sasuke should be dead by now. Which um, begs the question, just how strong is Sasuke, right? This curse mark should have killed him by now. And uh, instead of it having killed him, he's still like standing and like ready to go and fight in a, in a one-on-one elimination fight. So uh, Sasuke is a fucking badass, man, is like the, the long and short of it. Sakura continues to plead ever more desperately to get Sasuke to stop and even threatens to tell the superiors about the mark. I think it's funny that they are unaware of the Jonin's awareness of the circumstance. Suddenly, uh, Kabuto uh, Yakushi, old gray hair with glasses who helped the squadlings who actually turned out to be a spy for Orochimaru, raises his hand and bows out of the competition he gets dismissed and as he's leaving naruto confronts him about why he's quitting kabuto uh you know obviously lies and he explains that he hasn't had i don't know if this is actually a lie or not or if this is just something made up but he explains that he hasn't had hearing in his left ear since he was hit by dosu's resonating echo speaker attack uh, at the beginning of the at the beginning of the tuning exams um, oh man, earlier I said that these guys were trying to be Jonin. They're trying to be tuning. Excuse me. I'm, I'm, I'm a step ahead. 
Um, these guys aren't trying out to be Jonian right now. Don't fucking listen to me. This is the tuning exams, not the Jonian exams. What the fuck am I thinking? But either way, you guys will forgive me, right? I'm certain you'll roast me in the comments or whatever. I love you guys. Um, but he goes on to explain that he doesn't have any hearing in one ear and that uh, just basically being made to put his life on the line immediately after all that time in the forest without even so much as a break is just too much. He's not going to do it. And uh, Gara looks on him and thinks, pathetic. You know, Gara's a fucking freak and just only only values uh, strength or something, evidently. It's not whatever not whatever Kabuto possesses at this point. That's for sure. The Hokage recognizes Kabuto as uh, someone who has been, who has quit in the, in the past. And like this raises like big stinky hippo eyes for the Hokage. It turns out he's failed six times in a row. He told us this already, but like Anko is like flipping through his file and tells the Hokage. Hokage asks uh, for what info Anko has on his background, and basically everything that their data shows is that he's extraordinarily average. Um, it took him three tries to pass the first graduation to become a guinea, and he's only had two C rank and 14 D rank missions. It's all just like very mediocre, nothing to write home about. It also turns out that he's an orphan who's the only survivor of the enemy side that was found after the Battle of Kikyo Pass. Um, and he was brought back by a sympathetic medical Jonin. And so um, I don't know what nation he's, he was originally from, um, where Kikyo Pass is, why any of that was going on currently, but just know that Kabuto is an orphan from a place that uh, the Leaf was fighting and the Leaf wiped out everybody who was there except for him and now he was brought back to uh, brought back to the Leaf by, by a Joni and now he's a fucking spy working for Rochamaru one of Kabuto's teammates Yoroi asks him what he's doing and if he's forgotten Orochimaru's orders and Kabuto tells him that uh, he's basically leaving the fulfillment of Orochimaru's remaining orders to him, um, and that um, basically this is his opportunity to usurp Kabuto and to take Kabuto's position. That's something he's always done. This is an opportunity to prove yourself and maybe like become everything that I am. Um, so, yeah, pretty wild little dynamic there. Yoroi again refers to Kabuto as Orochimaru's favorite, but warns him not to push it, right? And again, Orochimaru is one of the legendary Sanin, um, a big badass motherfucker. And so you might want to consider, like, not acting out on your own whenever you're under uh, Orochimaru's employ. Like, you might want to do exactly what Orochimaru says when he says it. So him, like, leaving on his own because Orochimaru's here... This might, that might not be fucking the most clever thing for him to be doing. Kabuto heads out and smiles and waves at the squadlings, and Hayate asks if anybody else wants to quit. As Kabuto leaves, he thinks to himself that fighting might get his old self stirred up, uh, and that that would for sure blow his cover. Plus, Orochimaru is there now, so he doesn't need to oversee things anymore. And I'm curious what he means by his old self, right? Um, it, yeah, it, what, what does that mean? What, what, is he, 
what did he used to do? You know, he's already a fucking dickhead spy. Why does it get worse? You know, well, I'm curious at this point to really see. And uh, hopefully we will see. And, I mean, he does go on to say that he, he's going to save his fun for when he meets uh, Naruto and Sasuke again. So, like, there's some foreshadowing here. He's expecting to see these two again. So I think we should expect to see him again. And we should expect to see him interacting with squadlings again in the future, at least per the way they're, like, foreshadowing things currently. Sakura goes to raise her hand, but Sasuke legitimately physically stops her from doing it and tells her not to even think about it. Uh, he tells her that this that what he's doing has nothing to do with her and that it's way more important to him than some exam and that uh, he then reasserts that he's an Avenger and he asks, am I as strong as I can be? That's all that he really wants to know and the only way for him to A, find out if he is as strong as he can be and B, to become as strong as he can be is by fighting the strongest and it like flashes back to Gara, Rockley, Neji, and Dosu. So these are the people who he thinks of as strong amongst his like peer group. Naruto calls him an idiot and explains that Sakura is only doing what she's doing because she cares about him and that he's basically a moron for not understanding that. Sasuke kind of abruptly interrupts him and tells Naruto that he's one of the ones that he's looking forward to fighting the most, right? Which is again Another acknowledgement of, of, uh, of Naruto by Sasuke, a member of his peer group, right? Um, out, of, out of everybody in his peer group, Sasuke's definitely been like the first one to accept him. Period. No one else has, no one else has been any type of buddy-buddy with Naruto, really. I mean, even, even Sakura's kind of like ugly to him. Um, at points, I mean, she she's tried to come through. She's tried to come through with him since since the end of the Land of Waves arc. She's been much more Team Naruto, but um, Sasuke was had become Team Naruto during the middle of the arc, so he was literally first. Um, up at the up at the podium and like the not the podium, but like the the where the where the leaders of this interaction are. Um, the Hokage decides to let it roll and to just keep an eye on Sasuke and that they'll step in if it gets out of hand at all. Anko doesn't like it but agrees to it. At this point, Hayate tells the students that they'll all fight in one-on-one -on -one matches and that this is not an exercise and that these are real fights and that the fight is over when someone dies, concedes, is rendered unable to continue, or if a proc if the proctor steps in and, and stops it if the if it's like obviously a one-sided fight and there's no point in it going on but there are no rules beyond that winners advance and we're getting it going now there are panels on the wall and the names of the participants chosen at random appear there before each fight the first two opponents are yoroi akuto which is Kabuto's teammate with the black lenses over his eyes, the one that like looks clearly evil, uh, versus Sasuke, our boy Sasuke. He's gonna be like the first fucking fight. How dope! Um, sucks that he's got his curse mark stuff going on, um, but it's our boy. We're gonna get to see him fight. It's gonna be a fun time. I'm here for it. They're told to come forward, and everyone else goes to the upper level so that they can have, like, a clear battle space. And uh, 
Eno notices that Sasuke is acting strangely, right? So, like, Eno has always been fawning over Sasuke in quite the same way as Sakura has been. That's one of the catalyzing thing that's created their lifelong rivalry. Um, and so it's it's neat to notice how Anko, not Anko, Eno also sees um, some changes in Sasuke. And, uh, like, she, she's very in tune with what's happening. As they're clearing out, Kakashi like kind of walks by and like kind of like real coyly on the slide tells Sasuke not to use his Sharingan and tells him that uh, the mark on his neck acts up his life could be in danger and that if it gets to that point he'll have to step in and stop the fight and then wishes him good luck and continues on his way real chill like Sasuke thinks it's acting up when he uses his chakra and flashes back to all the times when it was bothering him and it does seem like there's a pretty consistent correlation between him overexerting his chakra and the curse mark acting up. He also thinks that every time it acts up, it gains a little bit more control over him. And so that hadn't been like explicitly stated and it, I don't even think it had really been alluded to um, so much, but at this point, it's it's Sasuke's belief that every time that curse mark activates and starts giving him a hard time, it actually gets a little bit more control over him, and so he needs to absolutely make sure that that thing does not activate because it's going to be bad for him. He doesn't want to lose control of himself to a fucking curse mark. He then determines that he's going to have to fight Yoroi without his Sharingan or any ninjutsu, and that he might as well try and get him to laugh to death which is fantastic. Uh, Orochimaru thinks that Yoroi's unique skills are going to be disastrous for Sasuke. The fight starts and Yoroi throws shuriken at Sasuke who deflects them with his kunai, uh, but he's immediately floored by his curse mark. Like, he knocks away the shuriken and he's like, ah, already? Really? Like, he can tell he, like, thinks out loud, wow, I can't believe this type of shit. Yoroi leaps in for the kill, but Sasuke slips him and trips him and puts him in an arm bar with the quickness. So, Sasuke with the, like, fucking Brazilian jiu-jitsu, man. Shout out Armchair Mixed Martial Arts, man. This is a good move. He tripped him, knocked him over, took his arm, and, like, looks like the fight's over. Yoroi, however, keeps calm and grabs Sasuke by, like, the front of the shirt and his hand starts to glow blue with chakra. And Sasuke doesn't seem to understand what's happening and is effectively rendered immobile by this. Um, Yoroi then, like, punches him on the chest and leaps away. He gathers himself and then leaps in and grabs Sasuke by the head with one arm and takes him to the ground. His hand that he's holding uh, Sasuke's head with again starts to glow blue with chakra. And Sasuke literally goes limp and asks, My chakra, what are you doing? And Yoroi laughs maniacally and mocks that uh, he's just now noticing. And the episode ends. And so uh, this was a, a, a dope episode, right? They effectively kicked off the preliminary exams. Uh, and Sasuke is getting his ass kicked, to make a long story short. Um but I want to go over my like final thoughts just to make sure that like we're all aligned and coherent while we go along this like super long journey. It's important that uh, you know you know how to think about this stuff so that you don't get confused later because um, you know over the course of 
a thousand episodes all the way to Boruto through Boruto. There's a lot that happens, and so it's it's nice to have a guide, and that's what I'm here for. I know I needed one when I watched it for the first time. So, um, again, the Hokage said that fighting and dying for the sake of maintaining or attaining balance is friendship in the Shinobi world. Hayate Gecko is sickly as fuck. Um, homie got the tuberculosis bad, bad. Like, what's going on with this dude coughing all over the place? Kabuto's got some balls that clank, acting on his own whenever he's under the thumb of Orochimaru. Homie may want to heed the warning of Yoroi and uh, stop pushing it with Orochimaru, considering he's one of the three legendary Sonin. Uh... He is, however, a super slick liar for the way that he handled Naruto questioning him on the way out. It maybe makes sense since Kabuto is a spy, considered, uh, considering that the leaf destroyed his home and kind of like brought him here as an orphan of war. I think that it's probably pretty fair to say that there's like some resentment of the leaf on the on the end of Kabuto and so uh, you know you resent the leaf you start supplying information about the leaf to the enemies of the leaf for the sake of getting vengeance I can see how it happens um, but they haven't determined any of that yet we're gonna see I might be full of shit Hiruzen's spidey senses tingled like a motherfucker whenever he recognized Kabuto as someone who'd quit multiple times before. Kabuto thought if he stuck around with his old uh, that if he stuck around his old self might get stirred up and I wonder what he means by that. What is his old self? We haven't seen anything really about his past. We've only heard about his past briefly in passing in conversation between Anko and Lord Third. We haven't had any like real good flashbacks or anything to really give us anything to really hold on to outside of the fact that he's an orphan of war from the Battle of Kikyo Pass and that he was brought here by a sympathetic medical Joni which again they're they're a medical ninja right I don't know if I if I like clarified that but like there are different roles you know they're sensory ninja they're uh, guys who specialize in taijutsu and some of these people do medical ninjutsu which is to obviously heal folk more effectively than, uh, you know, traditional means of, of, of medicine. Our girl Sakura really cares about Sasuke. And uh, good on Naruto for recognizing this and sticking up for her whenever Sasuke was kind of ugly to her about the way that she was getting involved in his affairs. Sasuke is a gangster. This fool doesn't even care about becoming a Chunin. All he wants to do is find out if he's as strong as he can be. And the only way to find that out slash achieve it is by fighting the strongest. And again, it's like the Rockleys, the Nejis, the Dosus, uh, the Narutos of the world that, that make his little list. I think I might have missed one, but oh well. I find it ironic how the higher-ups are hyper-aware of Sasuke's circumstance with this curse mark. And yet Sasuke and Sakura are like actively bickering and fighting over whether or not they're going to make the higher-ups aware, right? Um, like even if Sakura was like, this is going on, they'd be like, yeah, we know, it's fine. Um, crazy that Anko is adamant that the curse mark uh, should have killed Sasuke as they consume those who are afflicted by them. And yet here is Sasuke fighting. How tough is this dude for real, for real? 
preliminary rounds are again a one-to-one -one fight to the death slash concession of victory slash beaten into uh, inability to continue slash proctor stoppage right um, bottom line is if you get your ass kicked you don't move forward and half of all these uh, tuning candidates are gonna get are gonna get axed the first fight is Yoroi uh, versus Sasuke let's go Sasuke great arm bar tons of fun but Yoroi's got some tough jutsu to deal with Kakashi warns Sasuke not to use his Sharingan or overdo it lest he uh, leap in and stop the fight uh, and the curse mark acts up you can't Sasuke can't use his Sharingan or any ninjutsu uh, to avoid the curse mark acting up remember the curse mark is acting up whenever Sasuke is using too much chakra and every time the curse mark activates it's gaining more control over Sasuke and as Sasuke becomes stronger so too does the curse mark and uh, this is all stuff that kind of got relayed to us by Anko which Anko has a curse mark um, it's crazy that Anko, as someone who's survived the effects of a curse mark from Orochimaru, she's the one that's like really going to bat to like lock Sasuke up. You'd think that she would be the one who would believe in him, considering the success that she's had, having been given a curse mark previously. Um, I love that uh, Sasuke busted out the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu whenever like all else failed. And uh, but at this point, Yoroi's whooping that ass, and he's. Uh, it, it would appear as though he's like sapping uh, Sasuke of his chakra, right? Like he's grabbed him and now Sasuke like is going limp and doesn't have the strength to fight. So you would think that he's pulling his chakra out. But we're going to see, right? I'm certain that in the next episode they're going to give us some clear determinations about exactly what's happening. But with that, I believe I can put a pretty good bow on this one. It didn't go as long as most of the other episodes, but not a whole, whole lot happened. I mean, again, in essence... They picked up in conversation where the, 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 the proctor of the third exam, Hayate Gecko, leaped in and took over from the Hokage. Uh, and they basically explained the rules. They showcased some drama between the students. Kabuto dipped out because he doesn't feel like it's necessary for him to be there anymore. Uh, and then we're like halfway through the first fight. And so, you know, that, that was... I was able to say all that in like a matter of 30 seconds. So not an incredible amount of stuff happened, but, um, you know, we're getting to see Sasuke fight. He's getting his ass kicked. He's dealing with some adversity right now. We're going to see how things go on the next episode. And with that, um, guys, like, follow, share, participate in the comments. Um, you know, do anything to show any type of support you want, man. At the end of the day, it's all love. I love everybody. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, I'm Joshua, I'm your Kona companion, and I'm really looking forward to covering the next episode with you guys. Peace.